0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Taking some time to settle into the posture for sitting. What is it to find a sense of nourishment and ease and well-being in this body right now? Just noticing the places of tension or tightness or contraction that might be softened. Remembering that in our practice, we're not aiming to go from here to there. Rather, to give ourselves permission, complete permission to be here. Only here. Missing sounds as they come and go. Attending to the sensations of the body. and begin to notice that breathing is happening. In a very simple, gentle way, can we invite any of the sensations associated with breathing, to come into awareness. How do I know that this body his breathing right now. You may notice the rise and fall of the belly or the movement of the chest. Perhaps the flow of air at the nostrils. What is it to be here for one complete in-breath, one complete out-breath. We may notice on the in-breath this opening, welcoming, receiving the breath. On the out breath, it's wonderful. Letting go, giving back, releasing. all of the dharma is expressed in this rhythm of receiving and letting go. right here, the truths of impermanence, interconnectedness. There were no impermanence, there could be no breath, there could be no life. These simple sensations of breathing can be a doorway into this world of change. if we can just for a few moments allow ourselves to rest in these changing sensations of the breath. We don't need to create this change or improve it or figure it out in some way. Can we be at ease with the breath right now to find ease? and balance and composure in this world of change. just as the sensations of breathing are changing from moment to moment. The sensations of body are changing moment to moment. can notice the changing nature of mental activity thoughts come and go appear and disappear. It's like a house with all the doors and windows open. Anything and everything can pass through. Sounds, the wind, dream of thinking, not a problem. Just as we can notice that thinking is happening, we can notice emotions, feelings. These, too, are changing. Our mindfulness practice includes all of who we are and this includes our emotional life, emotional activity. Seeing if, right now, we can check in and notice any predominant emotion that may be present. There may be joy, sadness calm or agitation you can trust at the full range of human emotions will present themselves to us as we practice. we do notice an emotion that is present. Seeing if we can feel this emotion in the body. Sometimes in the belly or the chest, perhaps the throat. Just noticing. Emotions are important aspects of who we are. Can we hold them with kindness and care? simple willingness to feel what we're feeling. the final few minutes of the meditation. Can we simply rest whatever is happening right now? What is it to not be in conflict with our experience? Feelings are not a problem. Thinking is not a problem. Just to let this moment be what it is. give ourselves permission to just be as we are right now. moment to moment to moment. meditation practice can be difficult, but I don't think it's difficult for the reasons we usually think of. It's not that difficult to learn to be still. It's not that difficult to learn to concentrate on the breathing. But what's really difficult is to learn to leave ourselves alone. To simply be willing to experience this body and mind from moment to moment to moment, without trying to fix and change and tinker. And um, that it takes a lot of patience, a lot of courage, a lot of letting go, to simply uh, give ourselves permission to be what we are, to have the experience we're having. Um, It it goes against all of our... (laughs) In some ways it goes against all of our conditioning. So this is kind of a radical letting things be, a radical trust that this moment is enough. This moment is okay. It may not be perfect according to our ideas, our expectations, but that this moment is okay. And that this moment is a safe place that I can be here and allow myself to um, sort of like experience an unedited version of myself. You know, usually we, we, we edit, we we spell check, we, (laughs) we And that's good, that's important in, you know, in our relationships and in our life. But what is it to experience the freedom of an unedited version of myself? And of course, this unedited version will include our thinking, will include our feelings and our emotions. I mean, it would be a pretty strange practice to try to get rid of all of our thoughts and feelings. I I don't think I want to hang out with someone like that. (laughs) Um, But if it's not about getting rid of our thoughts and feelings, what is it? What is it? You know, how can we come into relationship with our emotions and our emotional life um, that is healthy, that allows all of who we are to be here. Um, You know, so this morning, we wanted to expand the instructions to specifically include mindfulness of emotions um, with the understanding that uh, our emotions have so much color and affect how we experience our life. And um, a tremendous benefit to being able to turn the mind toward an emotion, to will say, oh, I'm angry, there's anger right now. Oh, that explains why I did this and this and this. And, and this anger is something that can be met with awareness, held in mindfulness, it can be known, it can be uh, studied, Just the way we study the self, we can study anger, we can study grief, we can study uh, desire, um, agitation. Um, Emotions usually have a kind of cognitive aspect, you know, so some story around the emotion. They'll have an energetic aspect, you know, so if anger is present for me, there may be some story of why I'm angry, why why that person, you know, that they shouldn't do this. And then that will have an energetic impact on the body. And then, you know, there's some physical manifestation of the emotion. I know for for myself, um, when I'm angry, my ears get very red and hot. (laughs) And um, so just to, just to really get so close and so connected that we can feel what's, you know, this, sometimes I feel like a storm of emotions are happening, but what does it feel like? Where is it in the body? And it can be very, very helpful to learn how to attend to the expression of an emotion in the body. You know, it, it drops us out of the story. And often the stories are kind of like a loop. They just go around and around. But when we're, when we're with that living emotion in the body, um, it's like there's something maybe a little bit more direct, a little bit more alive. And we can see that this is, emotion is something that, you know, it has the word motion in it. It's moving, it's changing. It too is an expression, this world of change, this world of impermanence. So we can, we can bring a simple, uncomplicated mindfulness of knowing that an emotion is present. It can sometimes be helpful to name the emotion, you know, this is fear, this is uh, shame, this is excitement, uh, this is wonder. And, you know, there's something about when we name something that we can see it, it is what it is and it's not me. You know, it's like we're kind of unhooking, you know, disidentifying. So naming it, seeing it, naming it, and then the other practice which can be very helpful is to just look and see what is the relationship right now to this emotion. You know, okay, there's frustration, there's impatience, there's um, sadness, And then how am I relating to that sadness? Is it, it, do I think it shouldn't be there? Do I think it's, I don't want it? Am I pushing it away? Is there an emotion that feels good, that feels pleasant, that I'm kind of grasping for? I want that, I want that more. Um, Just to notice, you know, that, you know, as we've been saying this week, so much of practice is not so much in the what, but in the how how am I relating? How, how is there, how can I be with this emotion in a way that brings ease and uh, softness and freedom? You know, um, so just look at what, what is our relationship with our emotional life? Are there some emotions we think are that emotion is really me, you know? I can see I'm not, I'm not joy. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not calm, but I'm really, you know, shame. That's my shame. That's my guilt. That's really me. You know, just to notice where, what do we identify with? What do we um, take on? Um, And it can be a tremendous gift to learn how to experience our emotions and, and, and let them be what they are and um, give ourselves that permission, that freedom. So it's a foggy morning and, um, you know, the fog is a wonderful metaphor for Zen practice. You know, Suzuki Roshi famously talked about um, that practice is like walking in the fog. You know, we can't necessarily see so far ahead. And we don't necessarily notice or understand what's happening. But at a certain point, we just become completely drenched, completely soaked, completely uh, submerged, you know? So this is like Dharma practice. You know, maybe it's, it's not, there's not one moment of change. You know, one moment that we go from um, birth to death or youth, old age, or sickness, or health to sickness, or maybe there's not one moment that we go from delusion to enlightenment, but it's that we're in the fog, we're walking in the fog, and each moment is it, each moment is, each moment of change is a ceremony, you know. And that's a different understanding, that we're not waiting and waiting and waiting. When's the moment going to come, but it's like we're in it. That's all there is, is the fog. And so um, so each moment, what is it to see each moment of change? As this ceremony, this, uh, you know, Enjoy the fog. Uh, Wonderful day of practice, thank you.